This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. We hope you enjoy today's offering for Poem a Day, unarchived from the public domain and presented by the Academy of American Poets. The Shadow on the Stone by Thomas Hardy I went by the druid stone that stands in the garden, white and lone. And I stopped and looked at the shifting shadows that at some moments there are thrown from the tree hard by with a rhythmic swing, and they shaped in my imagining to the shade that a well-known head and shoulders threw there when she was gardening. I thought her behind my back, yea, her I long had learned to lack, and I said, I am sure you are standing behind me, Though how do you get into this old track? And there was no sound but the fall of a leaf, As a sad response, And, to keep down grief, I would not turn my head to discover That there was nothing in my belief. Yet I wanted to look and see That nobody stood at the back of me. But I thought once more, Nay, I'll not unvision A shape which, somehow, there may be. So I went on softly from the glade, and left her behind me, throwing her shade, as she were indeed an apparition, my head unturned, lest my dream should fade. About this poem. The Shadow on the Stone was first published in Moments of Vision and Miscellaneous Verses, though it was written between the years 1913 and 1916, according to a note included with the poem. Like many of Hardy's poems from this period, the shadow on the stone is often considered to be a response to the death of his first wife, Emma Gifford, who died suddenly on November 27, 1912. Still, many critics have ventured beyond a strictly autobiographical reading of the poem, such as Irish scholar Thomas Duddy, who, remarking on the poem's evocation of the Orpheus Eurydice myth in The Shadow on the Stone, Memory and Vision in the Poetry of Thomas Hardy, published in the Hardy Society Journal, Volume 8, Number 1, writes that, like Orpheus, who was warned to resist the temptation to look back at Eurydice, the narrator confesses to the strength of his temptation to turn around, but he resolves, unlike Orpheus, not to do anything that would deprive him of his sense of a presence behind him. Later in the same essay, Duddy declares, to wonder, in the aftermath of reading such a poem, if there really could have been an apparition in the garden, or if the narrator's experience was just an illusion or trick of the mind, is to adopt an uncomprehending, reductive, anti-literary attitude to both the kind of human experience that is preserved in the poem and the traditions of story, myth, and belief 
that human communities have developed in the course of responding to such experiences. Just as the shadow is as real to eye and mind as the stone on which it falls, so loved ones remembered or sensed in their grievous absence are as real to memory and imagination and to the emotional life as the apparitions of folklore and myth. Poem A Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org give.